0: Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Frasier podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Dinah. And today we are talking about episode 413, 4 for the Seesaw, which uh, we're gonna just jump right into. We're uh, gonna
1: Seesaw right into this one.
0: Yes, we're going to take that common method of transportation, a Seesaw, and get right into it. Um, some of
1: them move that's like you know like those things on the train tracks <laughs>
0: right yeah 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 that's
1: yeah. a seesaw it's
0: kind of a seesaw it's kind of like a seesaw yeah same basic motion um anyway so
1: this episode is 22 minutes and 43 seconds long
0: oh yeah right you're doing that yeah <laughs> that well was i'm bringing
1: thing. it back for this one episode <laughs> where and then i'll forget for five more
0: um uh, okay so we're back in the studio again we, we went so yes. long without being in the studio now, it's two flu episodes season mm-hmm.
1: and it's actually flu season right now it actually right is now. flu
0: season I, I gotta get my shot soon
1: frazier's had a life he says that he's gonna get a shot on the air because mm-hmm. he has a lot a lifelong fear of needles yep
0: yep but he's gonna do it anyway uh but then uh you know right after the commercial but then they go to the commercial and we find out he doesn't have a lifelong fear of needles. Just saying that because yeah,
1: Roz asked him about yeah. it, and then Roz starts talking about how long the needle is, uh-huh. and then this is when like Daphne and Martin show up, and then right. Daphne's telling all these stories about needle things going wrong.
0: Yeah, because great
1: like... show on Fox
0: <laughs> when needles attack. Um, yeah, I most almost none of this ever actually happens. Like, and it definitely doesn't happen from like flu shots. Like, they are talking about the needles being huge. Flu shot needles are tiny. Like, they're very small.
1: Um, This was in the mid-90s. They were giant then. <laughs> the new technology of needles is amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know that they've changed all that much. Maybe they have, but I think the needles were the same back then. Um,
1: I think we should touch on this, because I think a lot of people do have a fear of needles. Yeah, yeah. And do you have one?
0: So, I don't know. It's like, I'm not afraid of needles, but... I don't react well to the specific type of sharp pain that comes from a needle puncture because mm-hmm. it makes my blood pressure plummet. It's like I don't. I
1: can't feel the needle going in half the time.
0: It's so with flu shots are usually not that bad. A tetanus shot that hurts more, and like that, I will definitely affect me. But like, and like some other shots will do it. But like, I think
1: the only thing that really affects me is like when that I actually feel is when they take blood mm-hmm. at the doctor. Cause oh, you're yeah. just like, you feel that and you're just like, I don't want to watch it coming out yeah. because it's not not, I'm not grossed up by blood or anything, but it's just like, uh, <laughs> right. and it doesn't, it's like uncomfortable. It's like yeah. a pinching and you're just like, can this be done? Please. Can this be done? Please. Yeah. I am trying to not look at this. I'm like not freaked out by it. Right. But I remember it had been a while since I had to get a ton of shots right before I went to college. Mm -hmm. And um, so I went to this place and they were doing like tons of like kids and stuff Mm -hmm. like for these for these shots. And you could hear them like they're all like, oh, my God, I don't want to blah, blah, blah. (laughs) We were uh-huh. just like freaking out, and I it was making me kind of freak out yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were freaking out, and yeah. I was like, I haven't had shots in like a really long time, mm-hmm. so it was just like, oh, I'm a little freaked out, uh-huh. and then she was just like, pop, and it was done, right?
0: I feel like that's kind of what's happening in this episode, too, because it's like Frazier isn't afraid of needles, but then everyone yes. is talking about everything that can go wrong, and suddenly he starts to become more and more nervous yes. about it, but um,
1: and then. Daphne and Martin are there to get the flu shots, too. But the doctor's taking a long time to get there. And Martin has to, like, meet Duke at, like, McGinty's, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing. And if he's not right there at, like, 5 Uh p.m., he just eats all the Brazil nuts out of the mixed nuts. Right.
0: Because he knows Martin likes them.
1: And he just gets all, like, grumpy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you need to get a friend that chills out, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, Duke
0: needs to chill. Duke does need to chill. The thing the thing that I felt, found weird about this is, like, Martin wants to go. He doesn't want to wait around. But Daphne is upset because she wants to get her shot, but isn't going to be able to. The whole point of this is that KACL is giving free shots to employees and their families. Mm-hmm. Daphne is Frazier's employee.
1: Yeah. She's not she's part of the family i think it must she she lives with them i feel like it
0: i i just mean like
1: they're probably fine with it
0: it's one of those things i'm not sure they would be fine with it based on like there might be like legal reasons why you can't do that i don't know i'm just saying like
1: i'm gonna keep doing that noise (laughs) i don't know yeah i don't know i i would never get a flu shot at my work
0: I get a flu shot at work every year.
1: I mean, who's administering those? Like, who comes in, like, nur- nurses? Yeah, I
0: think it's a nurse that comes okay, in. Okay, it's
1: not like your boss is doing <laughs> no, it. No, It's no, just no. like, here here you go. It's yeah. like 500 needles. <laughs> you just know exactly what to do. Uh, I don't know who's coming in and handing it. Yeah, I'm not, like not, really
0: sure. not really sure. I mean,
1: I kind of knew that, but I, I don't know. There's something about, like, a workplace environment that I just do not feel like is the appropriate place. you got to, like, what, go to an empty meeting room?
0: Yeah, they, they do. Like a, they take like a conference room and they like paper up all the windows and stuff, and so like you can have some privacy while you're in there, and then just go in and do that, which is good because every year when I get my flu shot, I think two days ahead of time I should wear like a like a looser shirt, one that's easier for me to roll up my sleeves on, and then it's like I. On the day of, I always choose to wear, like, the tightest shirt that I own. and You just
1: wear, like, a spandex shirt?
0: Basically. And it's, like...
1: Scuba outfit.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And because I wear, you know, like, long-sleeve button-ups to work, it's, Mm -hmm. like... Because I can't roll up the sleeves, the only oh, way to get to my do a shoulder... a little
1: Chippendales dance. A little bit. I
0: have to unbutton, like, my shirt halfway down and, like, com- like take it completely off the right sides just so I can get, like, just so you can get to my shoulder. Come but...
1: on, Dave. You better do, <laughs> Every like, year. a reminder. I
0: know. I know. It's coming up. I need to remember this year.
1: So Dave doesn't want to... Dave's undressing for the for the <laughs> flu, flu nurse. Yeah,
0: basically. Um, so... Martin and Daphne leave because Martin wants to get to the bar and won't wait any longer. And then Dr. Clement walks in like immediately. Yeah, like, they
1: passed him in the hall.
0: Absolutely, they practically pass him in the doorway. Like he, they, it's, like, they practically have to get out of his way so he can come into the studio. Like he comes so quickly, and he like apologizing because like his last patient was a bleeder.
1: What um, who bleed? Like, like, how does that happen? I don't know. Like. That seems like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah,
0: other... Like, I've never had more than, like, a tiny drop of blood from a a, a flu shot. Like, there's, like, a tiny spot where it goes in on the Band-Aid, and, like, there shouldn't be anything else. Yeah. Like, I don't care how much of a bleeder you are. Like, that just seems very strange.
1: I mean, maybe there are some... Reason like medically that people might bleed more. From I guess a shot. Yeah, yeah, like your blood doesn't clot, yeah, or something. Yeah, I
0: mean, I guess, I guess that could happen if you. I mean, I don't help. know a
1: lot about it as I am not a doctor. <laughs> right. I know that's shocking to everyone <laughs> that listens to the podcast to find this out because mm-hmm. it really seems like I'm on top of my medical knowledge uh-huh. from watching all of Gray's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> so all
0: right, so here's the other interesting thing is that so you we we talked about this last episode. The last episode, Fraser's show was starting at three o'clock. We find out like it's because it's the beginning of the show and the caller Alice mentions that it's three o'clock. This episode, Martin's trying to get to the bar at five o'clock because, you know, that's when he's meeting Duke. Mm -hmm. And it's the last minutes of the episode that he's doing, getting the shot in, which means his show is only two hours now. It definitely I don't
1: know. Like,
0: it definitely used to go 2 to 5. It was definitely a three-hour show. Now he's only on the No, I
1: thought it went to 6. It went to 5?
0: Yeah, it went to 5. It was from 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Now it's only 3 to 5, I guess? Like, it's a two-hour radio I show? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's, I
1: don't think we can nitpick that because I don't... I think... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just think it seems strange. he just didn't get calls for an hour.
0: Maybe. I guess. Like... Or, like, maybe in the last episode, he was getting calls for the first hour, but they were trickling in, and then there were none left. Possibly. And then they went to commercial, and yeah. Frazier was confused about it, Why they were coming back from commercial Maybe. the first hour.
1: I don't know. We shouldn't have to do all this explaining.
0: Right, because, it's, but, like, it's just he doesn't specifically say it's the beginning of the show, but That's it's definitely true. going into either a new section or, like, a, a new mm-hmm. hour or the beginning of the show. Either yeah, way, I don't know. It's strange. Things it is are very strange. strange. Um. Anyway, so Frazier's was all nervous, trying to delay, trying to talk about lots of things uh, to avoid the shot happening. Um, but Doctor Clayman wants none of it. He just wants to get it taken care of. Yeah, uh, he
1: thinks the shot's over when he just puts the alcohol on, <laughs> right. and then he's like, "No, that's just the alcohol." And then just like, ps- the- Fraser screams. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, because he. The thing is, like the. Dr. Clayman picks up, he's like, that was just the alcohol, this is the needle and he picks up this giant needle and then sprays vaccine across the room like he sprays it out of the needle like is this huge arc of stuff spraying out of this needle. It seems before like he goes a good through.
1: idea around all this sensitive electrical equipment <laughs> right.
0: and also kind of a waste. Like, there's a significant... How much
1: vaccine do you need in your body for it to work?
0: It's not very much. It's a pretty small amount that you put in. And so, like, if every time he does it, you just sprays, like, two, three doses you know worth into the air. You bubbles in your veins. Well, sure. I get, like, you put out a tiny drop to make sure that there's no bubbles. You don't spray it across the room and, like, what? waste three okay, doses Okay, do you of understand
1: it. about comedy, Dave? One, giant needles. Ugh, oh, number one world comedy, giant uh-huh. needles. Uh-huh. Number two arcs of stuff coming out of needles (laughs) just oh my gosh this is like you learn this in comedy writing 101
0: Uh uh uh-huh those
1: are like two of the most important things for a gag
0: yeah no absolutely that's true that's a fair point
1: so the
0: two funniest jokes ever
1: and as you know i've learned about comedy from my mother the number one prankster
0: she's a good prankster she's She's a good prankster
1: no one knows what i'm talking about
0: (laughs) nope um, but
1: it doesn't matter, because she's the number one prankster, and I is. learned all the my best bits from her. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Regardless, now that, that hilarious joke of spraying an arc of stuff out of a needle. Right. The funniest joke that anyone has ever written.
1: Uh, resulted.
0: In the next section.
1: It, it, well, I said it, a scream. <laughs> it did result in which some screaming. Is the perfect end of that joke. That's yeah, what well, like yeah. you're building up to. That right, of course. Punchline. That's
0: just assumed. I figured everybody here knows enough about comedy to know screaming is obviously connected with the funniest joke of all time. Well, it's
1: it's it's the it's the build up.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. And then
1: that's the pow. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you gotta have a lot of pow. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what else is pow? Designs. Yeah. The name of the next section at Cafe uh-huh. Novoso.
0: Yep. Yeah. So Fraser's showing up. Niles is annoyed that he's late, and yep. now the tables are taken. Like.
1: Um. Hello, Niles. You could have just like went and sat yeah, down before just we a were drink. out there. Sit
0: down. Yeah. Like, there's no reason why he shouldn't have. Oh just- my gosh.
1: I hate going crowded uh, cafes. Uh huh. It's the worst. <laughs> And like then you have to like be in a constant move, like a uh-huh. circle around the cafe. Uh-huh. And you're just like, oh, those people. It's like f- like driving around a parking place. And you're <laughs> right, just right, like, right. are those people just pull in or uh-huh. do, are they pulling what? Why are the lights on? Oh, they're not even in the car. They just left their lights on. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then it's like the same thing. You don't know. Are they getting up for a bathroom break? Are they actually leaving? Oh no, they left their umbrella there. What does that <laughs> mean? And you have to decipher all these weird signs. Yep.
0: It occurs to me this is the second episode that the impl- entire plot is driven by Cafe Nervosa being busy.
1: Well, it's a good, it's a good, it's the third rural comedy. <laughs> so crowded. It's that
0: classic conflict no seats at your favorite cafe. Yeah,
1: It is, it it's, is. It's, so, re- you- but there is one, what? Hmm?
0: I, I remember that, that, was, that was in like some of the, the Greek. Comedies like the the ancient Greeks wrote about that. No, all the I time. those were
1: tragedies. Oh, well, they were
0: they were because, tragedies <laughs> because because there were no seats. Yes, and then they just murdered everyone yeah. to clear up some seats. Yeah, so, that yeah, was, yeah.
1: That was a tragedy. <laughs> then they just had like a little joke
0: uh-huh.
1: with a needle, giant needle <laughs> at the end. That's how they summed it up. And then a scream. The uh-huh. stri- I mean, there was some screaming during the murdering yeah, too. Yeah. They
0: just kill everybody. It's really gruesome. Stab some with needles, and then at the end, they're just like. The aristocrats. That's the, that's the joke.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> so. Well, that happened. <laughs> so. Um, wow. Wow. We went there. Dave. That's because Dave has been in a comedy workshop for the past <laughs> three years.
0: But they only teach you ways to tell the aristocrats joke. Yeah. <laughs>
1: only... yes. I like that you took a three-year class.
0: In the aristocrats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: yeah. Well, that was definitely a good use of time
0: because it
1: finally came to this moment where it was appropriate to tell that joke so there is an empty table and Roz takes it because she's meeting up with somebody
0: right right
1: and we find out obviously
0: it's dr clayman i don't
1: like that fraser's just like when did you have time to do this and apparently fraser passed out after the shot
0: yeah well, specifically he says, "When did you to even get out of my sight?" which implies that she had to, she would have had to sneak around in order to get the chance to like set up a, like a meetup with this guy. No, like, I think
1: it's just like Fraser's just like when when did this happen because yeah. I was around you this entire time. Yeah,
0: I, I guess that makes sense. Like it's I guess I, I just found it strange the way it's worded, I guess.
1: Fraser suggests that they share a table. Mhm. It's funny. So this is the second episode in a row where Roz is gonna go out with the doctor.
0: Yeah, that uh-huh. is. Oh yeah, good you didn't bo- think about that. No, I forgot about that. that really? Is, yeah, that is interesting. This, it's weird. These two episodes back to back have like a few similarities in it. Mm-hmm. Yep, but that's happening. Um, we all uh, that they're also again sitting at that table. Sit that table well, with those sit. ladies. So yeah. they're
1: going to take a risk, even though Niles obviously doesn't want to take a risk. Yeah, yeah.
0: He doesn't take risks.
1: And, yeah. you know, he's a married man, after <laughs> yeah. all. Which, this is ridiculous. Yeah. He only seems to say that he's married when he's using it to, like, back up some right. reason. But then he'll be conveniently single when it's appropriate. Right.
0: Also, he's going to share a table at a cafe. Like... At this point okay we know that it makes sense like that it makes sense for him to say that related to what happens in the rest of the episode mm-hmm. there are lots of times when it makes sense to use that if that if he's going to do that at this point all he's doing is sitting at a table
1: well they go there and they chat up these ladies sure and- but that's not the plan I think it's very strange that they don't wanna say what they do because yeah. they're just like, Oh well, men this is like a real gender stereotype yeah, where yeah. like, oh, well, no man can be interested in my job because I design kitchens. Right. I and I sure, you know what, a lot of people might just think interior design in general is boring. Yeah. But then those people are just not not being very nice too. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like just it yeah, it's mean to like not try to show any interest at all in what another person...
1: I mean, like, it's like Dave's job isn't the most interesting job. (laughs) That's true. But I still, like, listen to Dave's work stories, but he also, like, trims down the (laughs) fat, you know? He doesn't go into all these details because I don't work there. I don't know everything about every detail. Right. So it's just like, you know, he's like, okay, this is the meat of the story and Mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to tell you. So it's just like... I don't know. I I think it's silly. I think this part just kind of makes me mad to be like, oh, men think our job is boring. Uh And I, of of course, you know, (laughs) Frazier and Iles in the show are not the typical man. They're not into sports and they like different things. Mm -hmm. They're cultured. Right. Right. What are their names? Lauren Beth.
0: Mm -hmm. Beth is Megan Mullally. Yep. Yeah. So back before I had any idea who Megan Mullally was, um, Though I mean, she's been like acting for well before this started mm-hmm. also looking into that i found out she was the voice of adult pebbles in the flintstones tv movie like it's
1: <laughs> interesting yeah yeah
0: yeah i just thought that was uh it was something that i never would have like i forgot that that existed but yeah. she played adult pebbles in like three different things so interesting yeah, yeah.
1: well she has a really distinctive voice right, so yeah. i could see her doing voice acting hmm Absolutely. So that's really interesting. Um, So basically this whole thing ends up being, they end up getting on so well that uh, Fraser goes to get coffee. Mm -hmm. And Niles, of course, is too nervous to even try to, like, carry on a conversation (laughs) by himself. So he gets up to go help with the coffee and they decide to ask them out. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, Fraser is kind of a jerk here.
0: In, what way, in which Well, thing?
1: you know, he's like, oh, I don't remember who's, whose name oh, is what. Right, right,
0: right. Yeah, And yeah. he's
1: just like, well, we have to make sure we know who's interested in who, which is valid. Right, yeah, yeah. But I he he just seems like, eh, whatever, dates right. with whatever because I haven't had a date. Yeah, And so, yeah. I don't know, just like, like his attitude about it is kind of grosses me out.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is like, yeah, I do think it's strange that... Uh, I mean, to be fair, I'm not great with names. So, like, if I meet when I first meet somebody, a lot of times their name disappears from my brain the moment it's said to me. Uh, but and- Dave
1: has like crazy facial recognition. <laughs> that
0: is true. We'll just have- be
1: walking around; he'll notice somebody, and it'll be like, "I know this person from <laughs> right. somewhere." And eventually, it'd be like, "Oh yes, we we used to ride the same bus every day to work <laughs> five years ago."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. Not actually an exaggeration. That is a thing that has happened. No, Dave happened. took
1: a facial recognition test, uh-huh. uh, which I like how you go, uh-huh. Like, Again, I'm telling the story. You, you
0: always bring that up. I'm always working as the surrogate for the audience. Uh, I, so
1: I, I think, so apparently the average is what, 80%?
0: Average, is average facial recognition ability, you'd get an 80. Yeah. Dave got
1: a 90. No, Dave got a 99. Oh, I thought you got a 90%. No, I got
0: 99
1: that's crazy. Okay, so this test, Dave had me take this test. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna say what I got. It's basically the average. Yeah. Uh, it was a 78. Okay, uh-huh. but so close to 80. Yeah. But part of this test is you see these same faces over and over, mm-hmm. and then from different like angles, like straight on and like left side, right side, like yeah. with their head turned, which makes people look different, like in profile. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, like, one part of the test where, like, the faces, like, are obscured and scrambled. I'm like, what? I can't see this. What is this, like, a capture code? I can't. I don't under. I can't read. I can't see anything. Uh I'm just like, that's a nose. That's up, man. Because I'm supposed to, like, match up, like, who I just saw, like, a million pages ago. Uh I don't remember. Every guy looks the same to me. Uh
0: The The only thing that slowed me down at all on that is because I'm so good at recognizing faces and like and knowing that's a face that I know they used the same faces for the ones you're not supposed to pick in mm-hmm. each round of this quiz and I got to the point that I was recognizing the faces that I hadn't memorized because those were also the same faces so I was almost like oh I know that fit Oh, I know that face is the one I feel I'm going like I did that.
1: Know. I feel like I did that, too. And, like, it was also, like, a memory game. I mean, my memory is just bad. It's not like facial ne- re- recognition is, like, that mm-hmm. terrible. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's... I mean, of course, I'm not at the same level as Dave because he's, like, a magician. <laughs> like, a wizard of faces. Uh-huh. Immediately forgets what he needs to get at the grocery store. <laughs> but he can recognize every cashier in the place.
0: That is true. That is true. And
1: it's... Yeah... It's annoying. But Frasier, as we found out, terrible names.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: But the nice thing is one is a blonde and one is a brunette. So, right? Are they two brunettes? It's two brunettes. Oh, I t- I'm terrible at hair. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know colors. I am hair colorblind.
0: Uh-huh. I wasn't I, even paying think, attention to this Laura's, episode. I think Laura's hair is a bit lighter than Beth's. But they look
1: like totally different people. They,
0: yeah, they're dramatically different like looking people. Like one has people. a
1: squishy face and one has a long face. Isn't that how everyone tells everyone apart? They're like, their face is more squishy. Uh, and I don't mean like fat wise. I mean like, you know, the size is like smaller. Uh-huh. You know, it's like one's a tomato and one's a pineapple. <laughs> if you don't go up and say like, oh, well, you got a pineapple face. <laughs>
0: Wow! Yeah, you know what? I always want to hear my face described as the tomato or a pineapple. Those are two descriptions that I would just would love to hear about. I think yours is
1: more like a watermelon. (laughs) Yours is more like a watermelon. Well, okay, so my my friend Sabrina has this whole thing with faces and that you're either a fox face or a pig face. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a pig face is ugly. It's right. just like a different kind of face. And I find that to be true. Because I got a pig face and Dave has a fox face. <laughs> and, and it's like weird once you start thinking about it and you'll be like walking around you'll be like, that person's a pig face and that person's a fox face. And it's just weird. Mm-hmm. And then And then you had to like wonder... Uh, You know, it's just interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: It's just an interesting thing. I think it just has to do with angular features. Anyways, in this case, you're either uh, a tomato face or a pineapple
0: face. (laughs) I see. I see. Okay.
1: And not going to say who's who. (laughs) And they're both, apparently, they're both brunettes, and I don't know hair colors. (laughs) Anyways, moving on.
0: Okay, so, yeah, they they make it clear that Niles likes Beth, Fraser Mm -hmm. likes. The other one, because like they Laura. never say Laura, like they never, oh, yeah. in this conversation, which makes me think, does Fraser know what her name is? Um, but the thing is, they're having this conversation on the way back to the table. They're like a little over halfway back. I think there, it's
1: weird because like Niles is panicking because they're like, oh, we're gonna ask him on a date. We just met. Yeah. This is okay. This goes back to that whole um, Carly Ray, Jepsen. Uh-huh. Uh, call, call me maybe, me maybe yeah. which is the same thing. Like, is it really that crazy to give somebody a phone <laughs> yeah. number the first time? How are they gonna reach you right. or contact you if they are interested? Right,
0: literally, any other time is too late because they're not there anymore. Yeah, like, like. if
1: you're meeting somebody for the first time, th- yeah, that's the yeah. only way you can contact them, unless you're like, here is my whole name. <laughs> Please find me on Facebook, which, come on, that's too much trouble.
0: Yeah, which, though, I mean, Frazier makes a point about that, because he even says, like, no, we should go out with them a few more times and then ask them out on dates. Like, obviously, this is the time that you ask them out on a date. But the thing is, they're having this whole conversation really close to the table, and at one point... It's a crowded cafe. Right, right. My point isn't that they can hear them, but at one point, Niles is, like, point. they're, like, pointing at them and things... Laura's facing them at the table. She's
1: staring at Beth. She's just like I guess. "Mm, I guess I love your face, Beth. You're beautiful.
0: Uh, so
1: I'm gonna love you when you're on will and grace. (laughs) I don't know what this voice is. What's going on with all these voices? I've had too much caffeine because I was I'm I'm at this cafe, like, you know, I'm a little tucked away, you can't see me, uh-huh, uh-huh. And my face is behind. I'm, like, sitting in a corner with, like, a table just for two, and I'm reading a book, and the other chair is taken, obviously, by my ghost date, <laughs> and we're just having a, a joyful time. He's having biscotti. Mm-hmm. I'm reading Time Traveler's Wife. I'm <laughs> um, enjoying a cappuccino.
0: Okay. That is...
1: What this is a little backstory Uh to this episode right
0: right right apparently all that's happening while we record
1: i mean it's just in the background you know oh you mean
0: in the background of the episode of the show
1: right i I don't know i don't know if the the captain had been earlier had been earlier to make a call Uh Uh uh-huh that captain that we saw in that one episode i'm sad (laughs) that he's never made a return
0: (laughs) me too so
1: but you know what i'm not sad about the next scene um we're, wait, we never talked about my favorite line in this episode. Oh, oh. Which is, they're talking about Martin. Uh, they're saying how, how people love a living room feel in the kitchen. Uh-huh. It's a new trend. Uh-huh. Which... What does that mean exactly?
0: Just that it's comfortable there. You can spend time in the kitchen. You don't like just go in, do your, like get your food ready and get out, you know, like yeah, are like, you have like a little breakfast island and things like that yeah. where you're going to spend some time. I never, people seem
1: to be really into that breakfast bar thing. Uh-huh. I've never gotten it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a sit on a couch uh-huh. kind of person,
0: mm-hmm.
1: eat, eat my food on a couch, <laughs>
0: uh-huh. but
1: like I don't even use a plate. I just pour it on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I go through a lot of couches. They're just like all same. Uh-huh. I was going to make a real deep deep reference to animal crossing and be like on the sloppy furniture the like hard to find sloppy furniture but yeah. i'm like
0: but now you're not going to you were going to make that reference i did anyways. but you're not well going you to. can't
1: i realize you can't be like well i was gonna say this because some people are like yeah just say it then so uh-huh. i said it i said it okay uh-huh. anyway and then like they're saying martin likes a kitchen feel in the living room <laughs> uh-huh. which is i'm a martin
0: yep yep what are you I the trendy
1: kitchen design, do you like that?
0: Nah. Nah. I want to go back to the living room and watch some YouTube while I eat. Yep. (laughs) So, I don't want to eat in the kitchen. It's boring in there. No TV in the kitchen.
1: Well, there was a TV Mm -hmm. in my kitchen Uh uh, when I lived in Texas. Mm -hmm. It was a black and white TV. Mm -hmm. This is the TV that I watched The X-Files on. (laughs) Uh, I watched. I would watch the episode with my friend on the phone,
0: uh-huh. and
1: she would tell me if it was blood or something else, <laughs> yeah. because I couldn't tell because I was watching a black and white TV. Right, right, right. So I'd be like, "What's that? Some alien goo or some <laughs> ghost stuff?" Uh-huh. I almost said a different word, and I was like, "Maybe not an appropriate word to say on the thing." We'd had to beep it out.
0: Uh, i'm really
1: into ghosts (laughs) i really i just love them they're my friends they're my Uh boyfriends and girlfriends and Uh um other friends
0: anything Uh you
1: can add a friend to it Uh is that's a ghost to me
0: uh okay so
1: we're never gonna move beyond fairly i only have one page of notes this is why Okay, so Fraser's apartment. Uh, Beth and Laura are there. Niles and Fraser. Martin's there. And he's just like, yay, great to see you. As we find out, it's only... How does Martin even know they exist?
0: Well, no, no, no. So uh, it's not that he knew about them. It's that they... Like, when he, when he comes out, he's asking if they're, like, on a double date. And he, they make it clear that, like, kind of... Like, not a planned one because they just, like, met... They met. Then they went to the theater. Then I love they came the spontaneity here. of this. I do too. I, I do too.
1: this reminds me of some of the dates i went on in college Uh like this one date with the with this guy who brought his friend along which already it was weird i I feel like we weren't on a date Uh i don't know i think we're just hanging out Uh um we just went on this walk and we ended up at a 24-hour dunkin donuts where they offered to buy me no food and i just (laughs) sat in there sad (laughs) and it was a terrible date but it was spontaneous
0: (laughs) yeah um i like how you went from i love the uh, spontaneity of this
1: (laughs) To then go
0: into why this spontaneous date you went okay, on so is that terrible. Okay, so
1: that was a bad example. Uh-huh.
0: It was it was a pretty bad example. Okay. Um,
1: but I like spontaneity sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it's sure. fun to like, but you had to have like a real go-getter attitude. Yeah.
0: See, I prefer a date that's like kind of planned out. Like you've got an idea of what it is that you're going to do, um, especially if you're going to like watch a movie or something.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, I wonder what's going to happen now. One <laughs> of Dave's shameless plugs. <laughs>
0: Uh and if you feel that way too and you need some help planning out a date, we do have another podcast. I
1: don't know what you're talking about. I'm not part of that podcast. <laughs>
0: Called Thank God It's Date Night.
1: I've never heard of it. What's that podcast about? A- I hear it's a podcast about <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, Laura and Beth didn't watch a movie. They didn't go see a movie together. No, they went and saw a play. They saw
0: a play. uh The Man Who Came to Dinner.
1: I love that they gave give this analogy about yeah. like like crotchety old stranger or something that goes to live with people and then like annoys them yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah. and martin's like it's a comedy and fraser just says yeah i used to think so terrible (laughs) yep um
1: and
0: um and that's when we finally find out uh, we find out about the cabin this. Yeah,
1: Sherry and Martin were gonna go to the cabin for the yeah. weekend. Yeah. They aren't, so he's saying like, "Hey, if Niles and/or Frazier want to use it, right. go go ahead." Yeah, and but
0: they've already got dates for the weekend. They've already got plans with with their dates. You know, like uh, I,
1: this is a really good like first meeting. This yeah. went really well. Can you imagine like? being at a cafe not having an entire day planned just spontaneously decide like these people sit next to you you hit it off you go and spend the entire day with them yeah that's so fun and awesome yeah
0: especially the idea that like you're out with a friend and two people show up and both of you like one of them enough that to like for this to work out yeah this would be a really good day also
1: these are the only people in the world that haven't recognized fraser (laughs) yeah Like, oh, you're Fraser Crane. That was a radio show that's (laughs) right right around the corner.
0: That is true. That is true. But yeah, both Niles and Fraser have already made plans with their respective dates for the weekend, so they can't go to the cabin.
1: But then,
0: then, they
1: suggest uh, hey, why don't we do this crazy thing? And they're all for it. Yeah, they're
0: going to go all go to the cabin. Uh, okay. But
1: before that, there's the awkward toast.
0: There is an awkward toast. Um, th-
1: that Niles sort of trails off on. And yeah, then yeah. Frazier's kind of awkward flirting.
0: Yeah, uh, this is kind of gross. Where like-
1: he's just like um what velvety feel yeah great body and i'm not talking about
0: the well, wine yeah because yeah, laura says i think your taste is fabulous i'm referring to the brandy of course because like they're all having some brandy and and Brazier responds yeah velvety texture great body i'm not
1: but she winks back she does she's into
0: it she does but like this is a like there is a fine line here and like if she wasn't receptive this is just gross like,
1: well, he must have been getting the signals. Well,
0: maybe the the thing is, we know they were at the cafe for a while. They went to the theater. They've been together for and a while. And they went to dinner. And they went to dinner. Maybe this is not the first thing like this. Like, if maybe this isn't the first time he's this sort of comment well, is coming up. Well, her
1: comment is even flirty, too. She's just sort of making a play on it. She's right. totally...
0: Right. It's flirty, but she's just talking about him having good taste. Uh,
1: But I think it's also a hint to be like, oh, you have good taste because you're dating me.
0: Right, right, right. Because he does say that his taste, their taste in women has improved. Uh And she said, that's why she says, I think your taste is fabulous. I mean, the brandy. But I'm saying there's, it's the switch to him talking about, specifically about her body. That if this is the first time this has come up, it's like. Maybe the not the appropriate time to do well, it, but he it works, knows
1: so. that he knows that she's got a velvety feel. I, I What's he feeling? I
0: don't know. Felt something. He apparently she has a velvety texture. Um, she like she's you know her antlers have just come in. <laughs> I just spilled coffee all over my son. <laughs>
1: they broke me. <laughs>
0: um uh, anyway so yeah that's when and then with that that's when um niles gives his awkward toast to winging it that maybe it would have been better if he had a little bit more of a plan on that but no, i
1: think that happens before the flirt because no. i have toast and then flirt
0: Mm-hmm. either way it okay. doesn't really matter it doesn't matter
1: but this is when they decide to i'll go to the cabin yep and you know taking risks
0: yep but niles then... isn't quite ready
1: Oh, this they t- do some discuss. Yeah, they do some discussion, and they kind of like go have the girls go look at the kitchen. Cause right, Of right. course, they want to look at because right. they design kitchens, which right. I think is fair and like an interesting assessment.
0: Right, Absolutely. and they go
1: in and look at it. It's a nice kitchen. And I would enjoy looking. at <laughs> Frazier's got the kind of apartment where you want to look at.
0: Yeah, especially if you're into interior design, like which he says oh, I just threw it together, like the apartment together, as if, like, it's a casual thing. Askew. Yeah. Askew. He's got a diagram. He's got diagrams for where things belong.
1: But um, I love that they come back and they want to, like, make the cappuccino machine, or make cappuccinos, Mm -hmm. or... He's like, ah, uh, if I do that, I'll, ah, uh, yes! Because Niles is embracing this moment and right, just right. saying yes to everything. Right,
0: because he was nervous because of Maris and all this stuff, but Fraser's like pushing him, like, go, do it, let's do I, the To thing. me,
1: I don't feel like Maris and Niles are on some path to re- reconciliation. No. That's the thing. So it's weird to be like, oh, off again, on again. Yeah. Have they even been seeing each no, other? No,
0: I was going to say, I wrote that down too. Like, the, he specifically calls it an on again, off again relationship, but. There hasn't been an on again in a that very we've long seen, time.
1: That we've seen.
0: Right, okay. But we have to assume that if anything important is happening here, like, related it's to... It's less
1: important. It's not... They've been seeing l- not each other. Right. It's been more off than on. Right. We Absolutely. can assume. Yeah. So, but it's been hard, the separation on Niles. Yeah. Because everyone has kind of remarked on this.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. It has. Um... um But anyway, so that brings us to the next section. Yes. Let's baton with it, which is we're at the cabin. Yes. At the cabin. It's clearly still winter time. Is everybody still Okay, this
1: next part, their whole big thing is like, they don't know if this is a platonic trip or not. Yeah. How can you not know at this point? I mean. Okay, so now, if this were happening, we don't know how many days have passed. We don't know if it's been like a couple days. It seems like the weekend is coming up, so maybe it's like thursday yeah it could
0: be thursday um
1: i don't know yeah but it's been like i i feel like a day it's not just the next day right and um you don't you're not calling them i want to say texting but there there is no <laughs> right texting. they definitely weren't
0: texting um
1: would there be some kind of contact yeah How how can they not know if it's
0: Well, because maybe it's because Frasier's gotten to the point where he's willing to make that comment about her body, but that doesn't mean he's going to be like, so, this weekend, sex times? Is this sex times weekend?
1: God. Well, that's crass.
0: I know. I mean, I was purposefully, like, exaggerating. You're not going to do
1: it that way. You're going to just lift your eyebrows up and do, like, a wink and and eyebrows.
0: Sure. But I'm just saying, like, I can see how, like, you could end up there and realize, like, you're not entirely sure that's the plan from the other because that discussion hasn't happened yet. Because, like, it can be awkward early on. Decide Like, having that discussion of, like, so when does the sex time start? What is the correct... What do
1: you mean... <laughs> what do you... Oh, my God! Uh, Dave's had some really awkward dating I, I've moments. I've never actually
0: said it like that. I'm just saying, like, you know... I could see how you could, like, end up there. I could see how it could go that way. Where you could end up at the all the way at this cabin. I think it's
1: more if you're friendly flirting with somebody. Mm-hmm. And that person's friendly flirting with you, but it's not... They're not actually making advances. I feel like there are, totally are situations like that. Right. This, to me, just does not feel like that kind of situation. Yeah. But it doesn't... You're right. You don't know if they plan... To sleep in the same room, or if they plan to spend the night with the, the boys. Right.
0: I will say when, like, because Frazier makes a point, because Laura makes a comment about how, um, you know, there isn't a lot to do with this cabin, but I think we can make our own entertainment. She says that in a way and gives him a look that it's like... Really?
1: She I doesn't... Feels, I didn't see a look there's a or look. a way. There's, there's I didn't a hear look. a way or a look.
0: There was a way and a look. That makes me think, like... Uh,
1: you gotta do a lot of winking, eyebrow. This, this I'm just isn't saying, the video podcast, so you can't see yeah. all of it.
0: I'm just saying, it's not like they packed a bunch of board games. You know, like... They, you don't
1: know what they packed? You can't see inside their luggage. <laughs>
0: that's true. That's true. But anyway... But, but yeah, this,
1: I've been to a cabin, cabins are boring. There is nothing to do. Uh-huh. Like, it's just the worst time.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean
1: they grew up in a cabin
0: basically did yeah so
1: Uh, he just was bored his entire (laughs) life until he moved away uh he had to make his own fun
0: so okay the the plan here that they come up with to figure out which so so because when laura and beth go outside the plan that they come up with
1: did they bring food with them
0: not really clear they apparently brought wine well they're gonna go out to dinner Specifically oh, so it's not,
1: go. like, super in the middle of nowhere, because no, no, no. they must be able to drive somewhere. Because, like, to me, if you're going to a cabin, you need marshmallows, uh-huh. and you need, like, cabin food.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know what cabin food is.
0: <laughs> I don't know either. But it's not
1: only marshmallows. Uh-huh. Maybe every meal is just
0: marshmallows. <laughs> so, I feel like the thing to do here, like, they, they're trying to figure it out, like, whether, whether or not Laura and Beth intend to stay, like, whether Beth's gonna sleep in the room with Niles or with Laura mm-hmm. and vice versa, uh, by putting their, like, their own bags in the wrong room, like, mm-hmm. splitting Laura and Beth's bags.
1: Well, it's weird because they're trying, yeah, they're trying to figure out and they do the, like, bag thing and, yeah. like... Then they try to do the thing at the window by putting the arms around them. Yeah, yeah. But then Beth and Laura put their arms around each other. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, um... Yeah.
0: Which, considering we later find out what that they are actually planning to sleep with Niles and Fraser on this trip, makes me wonder what exactly, like, if there was more planned. Dave! <laughs> I'm just saying. Like,
1: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you make, I don't think you go right from arms... You can be friendly with each other without, like, planning an orgy. <laughs> you know, you can put your arm around your friend without being like, sure, later on we're going to have our orgy time. Well, you know what they say about kitchen designers. <laughs> Kinky crowd. Kinky uh, kitchen. That starts with K. <laughs>
0: But okay, but going back, what I was gonna say was, wouldn't it be easier to just not put the bags in any room and wait for Laura and Beth to put their bags? You know what
1: would be the easier, easiest thing to do is ask them. Beth and Laura go in and they make this big confession, and then we find out that they just want to pay for dinner, right? And Niles starts to say something, and then like Fraser kind of cuts him off. Oh, That's right? the other
0: way. Fraser. Sorry. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, they just need to like ask. Yeah. And it's like, was actually they should have asked it. before they went to the cabin. Yeah,
0: probably. I don't so. know.
1: It's fine because it ends up in a different awkward situation than this awkward situation. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, ugh. Oh. Yep. So weird. I feel like this wouldn't happen now because technology. You would get all those w- winky, like, texts, <laughs> like those emojis. Uh-huh. And you get, you know, there's a, a, a slew of... Emoji uh-huh. that are perfect. Yeah, to display the actions that you would like to happen at the cabin.
0: True, but you know, Fraser wouldn't understand what the, what the meaning of the emoji would be, and he would just like like look for a place where they could go and get some like eggplant parmesan or something like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> he would just be like looking into like think, you know things that you could you know maybe some like water parks. Or something where you can get, like, that kind of stuff. Like, he would, he would just be like, I guess this is what, what she wants to do over the weekend. Is go to a water go
1: park. Go to a water and park
0: and get some eggplant. Like, you know. Just,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, he wouldn't understand this it. This is
1: the dirtiest <laughs> yeah. episode of Fraser Podcast that we've ever had.
0: Uh, and, you know,
1: it, it's going to get a little steamier in the next section <laughs> as Daphne is steaming her face. She is. She's because sick. she's, she, yep. Guess what? She's got the flu. Yeah.
0: It's been like two days since she failed to get a flu shot.
1: Well, and now
0: she has the flu. Yeah,
1: it like, happens. That's why you get the does, flu shot.
0: It doesn't happen like no, that. No, it does. It
1: does. <laughs> it happens to some people.
0: No, I'm saying if she got the if she got the flu shot, then like on that day, she's still going to end up sick because she hasn't had time to build up antibodies. She's already exposed. She's got, like she got the flu. Like, this, this, it wouldn't have helped. She's like, she blames Martin for making her not get it. There has not been enough time uh, for, for that to have made any sort of difference whatsoever. Yeah. Well,
1: Martin's willing to do anything mm-hmm. to help out. Uh-huh. And Grammy Moon used to read her book. Yep. So she, oh my gosh, the book. <laughs>
0: this book, uh, The Rose and the Rapier. Uh, It's the book she's reading and the one that Martin's going to read, read. To her to help her follow asleep. He's
1: very uncomfortable reading uh-huh. this. I like how he's, like, all into it. At first, he's like, ooh, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it gets to, like, a sexy part. Right,
0: right. And yeah. it's just
1: like, if I was Daphne, I don't know if I would want Martin to be reading yeah, this. Yeah, I would be
0: uncomfortable having Martin read this, I would um, think.
1: But oh. she's fine with it.
0: Yeah. In it's fact, almost
1: like she's doing this on purpose. Yeah.
0: In fact, when he skips the, like, actual sex scene parts, she immediately knows and, like, it was like you skipped a part and like because he does it because he thinks she's asleep Mm -hmm. um but nope she's not i like
1: this part though because to check if she's asleep he starts like talking about like how he's like three feet tall uh-huh. and everything I really like this whole reading is really funny to it me. is
0: funny it is a it's a good scene it's one that doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of the plot, but it's just sort of there I, to break stuff up yeah and, and I like and I really
1: like this scene I think it's really funny
0: yeah no I agree
1: um yeah. but here we are back in the cabin
0: mm-hmm.
1: and oh, I like that Niles is just like gotta figure out the luggage situation <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and they probably think this is so odd. yeah yeah
0: he's pushing really hard for everybody to unpack. So that they can figure out what's going on, but uh,
1: they're all drinking wine mm-hmm. and they're like all ready to go to bed. Well, well Beth, Beth says she's ready to go to bed. Well, right?
0: before that even happens, because like he's pushing to like unpack, and Beth's like, "We didn't really bring much," and Laura points out, "We didn't think we'd need many clothes this weekend." Mm. It's like okay, confirmed. Like at this point, it should have they, they there should now no longer be any confusion. It's only
1: two days; you don't need a lot <laughs> well, of clothes. True,
0: but like. It's just such a, it is such a suggestive thing to say. It's
1: not, no, I don't think you should read suggestion in. You, you think Laura is just super suggestive.
0: Well, she is. And she means it. Like, she means to be, clearly, from the way things go. Because that, because, yeah, then, like, they decide to go to bed. Niles and Fraser are still just so confused. They have no idea what's going on. They just think it's, like, mixed signals all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, um right up until beth just says all right i'm going after bed niles are you coming and he's still confused like because he doesn't believe that yeah. she actually said that like i i really like that bit he responds to, like curse these infer- infernal riddles and is just like what are you talking about and he, he just says oh she actually said that right 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 and like runs off <laughs>
1: but um it's it's like a few seconds passes mm-hmm. and then he decide- he's making a phone call. He's gotta
0: make that phone call. He's yep. calling Maris. Yep. Yep. To
1: see it. Okay, this is not the kind of thing you discuss it at the moment. <laughs> right, right, right. This is the thing you've already discussed. Yes. Also, I feel like Maris was in the celebrity. She was like in the paper or whatever mm-hmm. with some guy
0: she definitely been seen dating multiple people um
1: so are we to assume that all of those were just for show i don't or
0: that officially niles doesn't know for sure that she slept with any of them
1: also i feel like a whole point of a separation is you're not supposed to be thinking about your spouse you're supposed to be thinking about yourself and thinking about them in relation to you right and like do you need that person in your life or not? Mm-hmm. I mean, as a person that has never been separated, but I mean, right. it's like I've been apart from Dave, you know. <laughs> right. So technically, uh, yeah, you know, but not
0: this kind of a separation. No. That's not a thing that we've that's ever happened. But, but uh,
1: you know, it's just you think about that. Yeah. Um, so I feel like, but I guess there's all different kinds of separations. Yeah.
0: No, that's it's true. And like, but you kind of have that's definitely a thing where you gotta the, like
1: discuss like okay it's okay for you to date somebody so i would assume like it's okay for you to have sex with somebody else right and i feel like this is a discussion that would have happened beforehand mm-hmm. because if it's okay to date somebody you would assume and then you just if you decide to reconcile you can't bring that up or like use that against the other person right
0: exactly you know like sometimes dating
1: break. no yeah <laughs> Sometimes you learn from dating other people that you want to be back together. That's how you learn. It's like realizing that these people aren't who you need, like, in your life.
0: Right. So, yeah, she... But
1: but we need this phone call, and uh, Maris is okay with it, apparently. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which... Then Niles has to rush over to tell Fraser.
1: And I love this because, okay, so this keeps happening, yeah. And like he's in a certain amount of undress, and yeah. like Niles is just like, "Oh, she's fine with it." And he's like, "Okay, great."
0: Yeah, yeah. Go on. Like, and
1: then and then he comes back and he's like, "But why? Why is this okay? Is she with somebody else?" Yeah. And it's just like, I don't care. Like Fraser yeah. does not care yeah, at yeah. this point.
0: Could not care less. But also his point is like. Think, if she is, then okay.
1: I think because the Nile this call happens, mm-hmm. you're basically learning that Niles isn't okay with seeing somebody else. Right. Right. I think, you know, like even if Daphne at this moment in time had shown interest in Niles, he wasn't ready emotionally to be apart from Mary. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're learning, like, you know, it's like Beth comes out and she's wearing that, you know, nightgown. Yeah. And he's like, ooh, yeah. but he, you know, we are getting the phone call back from Maris uh-huh. and he has to run out and answer it. Yeah. And, it, like, it. he keeps bothering huh, to the point where Fraser comes out there and throws the phone out in the uh-huh. snow, which yep. reminded me of Hook.
0: It reminded me of Hook also, yes.
1: And um, so, you know, Maris isn't okay with it.
0: Or she might be. We don't really know. No, I thought,
1: it... I think she says, like, no, she called back. She she isn't okay with it.
0: Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, and then then she calls again, and that's when he tosses the the phone yes. out. Uh, basically, just saying. Because it's still ringing. Yeah. yeah. Basically, just saying like Niles needs to make a decision for himself what mm-hmm. is happening and what he wants like to do. But then he goes into this speech that like okay, it starts off. I, I want to say starts off fine. Like the beginning, Fraser speech. Fraser's speech to mm-hmm. Niles starts off fine because he's saying basically like this is supposed to be about being spontaneous not overthinking things having a fun time just enjoying yourself you know and like that's like that's a legitimate fair thing to like say that like sometimes that's just all you gotta do just Mm -hmm. have a fun time Mm -hmm. and you know they like Laura and Beth. They enjoy their their company. You know, mm-hmm. and maybe this will turn into something bigger. Maybe it won't. But right now, this is going to be fun. So mm-hmm. basically, like that's the point. Then he gets gross, and I hate it. And he they gets. I'm I'm glad they overhear what he says because yes. honestly, well he's like,
1: shouting. So they come out of the room, right? And they hear like Fraser basically saying like it doesn't matter yeah. if they're Beth and Laura. Yeah.
0: They're not Beth and Laura. They're just more bodies, basically. Like, which,
1: ew. Yeah. Like, you know what? A fling is fine. Right. You know, like, you don't know the seriousness of this. Right. But they're willing to go and have a spontaneous trip with you and enjoy right. your company enough to have this, like, kind of interesting story. Yeah. In their life. And then here you are, Fraser. basically, instead of saying instead of saying something to Niles, like, Niles, I think you need to, like... Talk to Beth and say like you know you're in the separation mm-hmm. and that maybe you don't feel comfortable and like yeah. Beth I'm sure like Beth could be understanding like hey maybe we just make out or we right. just cuddle or something right, right, right. and you know it, it's like it's that kind of vulnerability that's hard to be mad at because right. when you're he he's trying his best but he's he's still so worried and still cares about his wife right and like Fraser can do whatever I think it's like Niles is so anxious I feel like he's such a great he has so much anxiety and I feel like this is just his character Mm -hmm. and he's having such a hard time dealing with this and dealing with these kinds of things, which is funny because he's a psychiatrist and probably can recognize these things in other people, but not in himself. Yeah. 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 And you know, it's like, come on, Fraser. Yeah. We know like your heart up, you gotta, you you want a release, Uh but just saying, just saying, like, these people don't even matter, mm-hmm. that they're just willing enough to sleep with you, is inappropriate. It is
0: really, yeah, and, absolutely. And
1: so they end up, like, sleeping on the couch, like, Fraser's yeah, yeah, yeah. on the couch, yeah. and, like, Niles is just curled up on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, what niles or fraser does at the end scene where he gets up and just hits niles with a pillow yeah like why well
0: so because his thing is like clearly he thinks this is all niles's fault but like in the end it's his, fault. it's his fault he's
1: the one that ruined it because if he had just you know what if he had consoled like niles's anxiety and said like you know it's okay you should just talk to beth about this thing He probably could have continued on. If something would have happened, the the weekend would not have been ruined. Right.
0: It's really his own rage again that ruins everything for him. Um,
1: See, this is that even though like Niles is kind of weirdly obsessed with Daphne, mm -hmm. I think, and sort of does weird things, you know, like he likes when she cries or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I think it's like he wants to be needed by her. Mm -hmm. Um, you're seeing that Frasier is kind of, he's just like Bulldog. Yeah. He's trying to come across as more caring and sensitive than Bulldog, but we're seeing right now, like, it doesn't seem to even matter. No, we've
0: seen it multiple times that he is just like, he's kind of a misogynist jerk when like, the, when, like, the time comes for, like, something to happen for him. But I don't think,
1: like, it always has to be like that. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like he is better than Bulldog. Sure, yeah. But, like, he's saying these things and it's just like, come on, Frasier, yeah. come on. You're better than this. Yeah. You are better than this. Yes. And you're letting your own rage mm-hmm. take over and make you say these things that I don't even know if he totally believes. Right.
0: Right. No, I agree. Because
1: mm-hmm. he had, I feel like he does, like, have a good value system. Mm-hmm. Because he seems to be so gross. Like, he seems to care so much about, like, Roz. Like, Roz, you need to stop dating guys that, you know, that are upsetting you. Yeah. You need to find somebody that, you know, likes you for who you are. Like, you know, Yeah, but wants... then he becomes
0: all judgmental about her making decisions. Like, it's one thing... Well, that's true. For him to, like... But he
1: is judgmental.
0: Right. Because, I mean, it's one thing for him to, like say something when she's upset and not happy with something mm-hmm. that's happening or whatever and like maybe suggest changes that could help with that but he spends a lot of time criticizing her choices even when they seem to be making her happy.
1: Well, they reflect he reflects his own unhappiness on other people. Sure.
0: No, I think that does happen. Absolutely.
1: So sad. Yeah. I mean this this episode made me feel a lot for Niles. Yeah. Like yeah. to s- sh- Sort of show, like, how the hard time he's having.
0: Yeah. I also feel bad for him because, like, this whole kind of unpleasant ending or whatever, it's pretty much geared around the fact that they found the one cabin in the woods that would have cell phone service in 1997. (laughs) Yeah, like,
1: if he hadn't been able to make the call, maybe he would have just, like,
0: like,
1: had a good time. Yeah, but apparently
0: not a problem at all. That is true. Like... Easiest thing. I'd have trouble finding a cabin in the woods with cell service now, 20 years later, That's but they've not you Gotta a problem. be on Verizon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, all got right. You're
1: gonna have one of those special phones like they use, like those ones in the military.
0: Oh, like a satellite phone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess if it was a satellite phone, then that, that would have yeah. worked. That would have worked uh all right did you have anything else you wanted to say on no. this? no okay
1: man this ended up a really silly episode with a really serious ending it did but then like, get Fraser. come on Fraser.
0: i know i know
1: but i i i think my favorite scene from this whole episode is like martin reading that book it so is, Daphne, that is a good scene i really love it there's not it. a lot
0: to say about it but it is a great scene yeah so a few drinks in this episode add some coffee some brandy uh they made some cappuccino we don't see it, but we assume they made it. Yeah. Um Valentine's and wine. Um
1: and the coffees. Did you say the, I coffee? Said the coffee? Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Actually no sherry in this episode. Um, despite some drinking happening. Well that's the because they
1: couldn't make it to the cabin. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no callers. Um, even though we were in the studio. Um, and for the section we're listening, uh, we had a, someone commented on Twitter. Um, it was uh, Maria Dunn, who's written to us a few times. Um, she was referencing um, the, uh, the episode about the, uh, the door knocker. Mm-hmm. So she says, um, regarding the steep wheelchair ramp, maybe Fraser paid to have it raised when he learned Bob was moving into the condo.
1: Uh, oh my gosh that totally seems like yeah, something he would do
0: it does uh of course the scene would have no, about, no doubt been cut out when the producers decided it was a tad too dark for a sitcom
1: yeah yeah i, could <laughs> I see like that. that
0: theory a I, lot
1: i could see him doing that <laughs> he is definitely the kind of person to have done that <laughs> he's passive aggressive enough <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, I would totally, oh, awesome. That's oh yeah. Uh, thank you for that suggestion. I really like that I, that theory. <laughs> and in my head, it's true. It's true. It's, true. it's true. It's canon. It's it's head canon at least. Um, so all right, and then now uh, with that, uh, this has been episode 413, 4 for the seesaw, and this is TGIF Arcade. Wishing you all good mental health. Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Frasier Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at fraserpod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening.
1: Good night, Seattle. We love you.